Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully, you're off work, but luckily for you, old Dirty Show and T-Mill have the latest. And the latest is, uh, Clint, as um, we know, the fellas, they're going to be heading down to West Palm Beach, Payne and Pendergast. They're going to be down there coming up on the 27th. Um, we'll see uh, We'll see what they, uh, they run into with Lance McCullers because the pitchers and catchers, they reported this week and I'm guessing I heard this happened on Tuesday, right, Tyler? This happened on Tuesday that uh, Lance McCullers started experiencing some elbow soreness. Oh, hell. After throwing a bullpen. My God. After throwing a bullpen, experienced some elbow soreness. Oh, this, my God. You ain't lying, Angelo. By the way, his last show today, 33 years on the morning show at WIP. Good God Almighty. How the hell? That's a hell of a run now. We've been, we've done three years. You could do 30 years. How old would you be? I don't know if I got 33 in, <laughs> of you in me, Chief, to be honest. No, no. Yeah, hell, I, if I'm lucky to do 33 in the great city of Houston, I, I'll, I'll be here. 75, Clint would be. Especially for that kind of money he's making. It'd <laughs> be 75. Well, he takes Wednesdays <laughs> up. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You little, two little just, young ass punks. Y'all think that's funny? I'm just ta- picturing Clint sitting there looking like old as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dealing with you two? Talk about hey, grumpy. Hey, he had, <laughs> hey, hey, he had it nice. You know, he would do his show from Atlantic City every Friday just because that's where he wanted, that's to, where be he wanted to be on the week. That's where he wanted to be, huh? And, and had Wednesdays completely off. Well, that, ain't, that ain't bad. <laughs> that ain't bad. Till he retired. But, uh, no, uh, this was Dusty Baker speaking about uh, the uh, potential injury here with Lance McCullers. Is that just a normal after bullpen soreness, or is it something that's going to keep him down no, no, for a while? No, we don't know. We don't know yet. What's sore, like, specifically? Sore? Yeah. What is like? What part of his body is sore? Just his elbow? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. But it's not the, It's not an alarm for you guys? No, not really. Yeah, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll have to just see. If we don't. We gotta chill. Don't make something. You ask me. All right, Clint. Uh, when I hear that, uh, first a few things. Like to me, whatever. Whenever there's an injury that the Astros are reporting on. Whatever they say, I feel like it's three to five to ten times worse. Okay, man. <laughs> just because oh, – no, okay, man, my ass. Uh, just because of, of, of how, like, injuries have turned out. The last time Lance had elbow soreness, we thought it'd be, you know, six weeks. Yeah. And then it was it was August. So that's the first part. But, Clint, there has to be a level – even like whatever they're saying, there has to be a level of concern with them, with Lance. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the only thing that would have made me a couple of things here. The only thing that would have made me feel better about the report, um, regardless of how severe it is or it isn't, is if Dusty would have said, "Look, man, this it, it's it's the third day of of spring training. Guys have sore elbows. It happens. It, 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 everybody relax. Like that would have been 
that would have been something where I could have said, look, Dusty's been in the league forever. He's experienced this. I could have put stock into Dusty's comment there. It, it struck me as Dusty was, was searching for the right answer and the way to handle it and kind of how to soft yeah. shoe it and kind of so, – so Dusty's response, I, I think, gives me a little bit of concern. And then, look, let's be honest. It, it, coming into this season – if we'd all sat down, which I don't know why we would have, but now now that it's it's here, if we'd all sat down and said, give me the one thing that's possible you could hear about the the the, the players that you would not that you would hope you wouldn't hear from an injury perspective. I think Lance's elbow would be at the top of the list. Yeah. No, yeah, because one, you feel like of of any of the things it may be the most likely yeah, what, what's what's what are you likely to hear? Is it Alvarez's knee? Is it is it knees? Is it uh, Brantley's is it shoulder? Brantley's shoulder? Is it Lance McCullers' elbow? And right now, if you look at it, the one that causes the most—I don't want to hear any of it—but if I it, the one that would cause the most concern for me, given everything that we know, is Lance McCullers' elbow. And yep. here we are. And, and and I think a big deal of it is Clint. Is one is. Like I mean, this he's had Tommy John, and since he's had Tommy John, this has to be at least at least the second time. And I think I may be keep, keeping him short. This has to be the at least the second time there's been an injury, something that's come up with it, and that with that elbow. And when you're talking about pitchers and the elbow, it's very very serious. And this to me is even bigger because last year you you coined the the phrase luxury Lance, and we rode that sucker the whole way, and. You know, you felt to a point where, like, actually they do have a luxury with Lance because Verlander is the ace of the staff, and he's pitching like this. Framber Valdez, this is the best one-two punch in the league, and now Christian Javier is is striking out seven or thirteen Yankees and and and, and, and giving up no hits in seven innings, and Urquidy is just steady at t- like they had an embarrassment of riches at that at that spot. Not just amount of guys, but actually great great pitchers. And now Verlander's gone. And I I would think many people would look at it and say, well, well, Lance is penciled second, at worst third, in the rotation. Well, that changes a lot if you're dealing with a situation of not completely knowing where, where Lance is right now. So I, I think his need for this team is even greater now that there's no Verland. Well, look, I, there's no question about it. it. I mean, you know, that, that's just real talk. And and what I, what I do is I immediately go, okay, because um, I'm not the kind – I don't typically overreact, but I, I think this is something that, that you should err on the side of overreacting because it's not like it's 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 just, like I said, just something that happens in, in spring training and, and it's a guy that's never had – typically had problems. Um, makes us all nervous. Yeah, me too, Dusty. I, like, I, like, I think – so when, when you look at it, I immediately go to, okay, Jose Arquiti, Luis Garcia, Hunter Brown – Y'all better come on. Like those are all guys that that late late in the playoffs last year, definitely in the World Series, they were kind of relegated to different roles out of the bullpen, yada yada yada. Okay, now now it's one of those where you look at it and you go, okay, you guys, y'all got to come, you got to come into your own because now you're looking at the three, four, four. We're not looking at a six man rotation potentially. It, and look, I, I know it's not we're not there yet, but that's where my mind goes when Lance goes into it to a situation where he's got soreness is. All right, these other cats. Can the other cats carry us if this is, if this is a, a big time problem? If this is a similar problem to what Lance has dealt with in the past, can the young cats carry us? Yeah. 
We'll see. We're going to have to see. I, I just, it's a, uh, and to the people here on the trailer wheel and frame text line and people hitting us up talking about it's just spring training. Are you serious with Lance? Like it's just spring training. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like not with him. Nobody's saying the season's over if he's hurt, but if you're acting like this isn't worrisome, then you just don't know the track record of it. I just, I just like, like you said, boy, it could be, it could have been his, his hip. It could have been his hamstring. Yeah. It could be, yeah. it could be anything. The elbow, the elbow. It just happened last offseason. It could be Jordan Alvarez's knee. Well, hold on now. Let's. I'm just telling you from a soreness <laughs> perspective. Shows that. Hold on now. I'm just telling you. I, I mean, I, I mean I, from a soreness perspective, I, I could deal with Jordan's knee or, or Brantley's shoulder a lot. Uh, right, let me tell you, I could. I would react differently to them. If we found out that, Lord, that Jordan has soreness in his knee, I don't. I might have to take precedence. Well, hell, my knee's sore from jogging yesterday on that damn treadmill. Nope. I mean, it happens, man. It happens, it happens to the best has, of us, you know? It to the point that it has to be re- I ain't never had no surgery. Reported. Hopefully, Jordan's well, just DH, Yeah, man. you may have it, but Jordan's had two <laughs> on both knees. Now, let's not even speak that up. Let's knock on some wood. Five o'clock fire. All right, news that uh, that we, we were wondering what was going to come of and what was going to happen. Eric Bieniemy has interviewed... Uh, Two times, the second time today with the Washington Commanders, and now it is official. Many people reporting it. This is from Josina Anderson. I'm told two-time Super Bowl champion Eric Bieniemy will be the Commanders' new assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator per league sources. Bieniemy earns a significant in- increase in title and pay on his first multi-year deal as an NFL coordinator. Deal was agreed upon uh, today. So he is in Washington, Clint, and now uh, the thing that many people are are now saying, as I would say, uh, another excuse uh, that has to be given for him to see, all right, how can he operate outside of Andy Reid? And, I mean, there's there's a couple of ways to look at it. Like, this is an organization right now that, with their ownership, with everything that's happening around it, like you look at this and you and you wonder, is this the spot we talked about? Is this the spot where he can go? Yeah. When you look at their roster, Clint. Now, obviously, the big part is quarterback, but I look at some of the weapons, and I'm looking at Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Dotson, who they Jahan Dotson, who they just drafted. Curtis Samuel can be one of those guys that you can do a lot of stuff with in the vein of McCall Hardman or or uh, or uh, Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony uh, Sky Moore, who they have. Uh, Logan Thomas at tight end, if he can stay healthy, has been good. They've got they've got a pretty decent offensive line out there. We'll see what they do in the draft, but it looks like there are some pieces there. But once again, we'll see what they do at quarterback. There's some pieces there where he can he can uh, have some. Yeah, so. yeah. Here, here's the, the the beautiful thing about this is regardless of how he got here, that's a whole different conversation. But but being here is this could be a fringe playoff team. And you could see real growth in the offense. You you, you could see um, a, a guy wrapping an offense around certain you know two or three skill players that are the most explosive guys on the roster that you got to get creative with. You can see quarterbacks developing and quarterbacks benefiting from throws in the ocean and quarterbacks benefiting with great play action because you're running the football or whatever it is that the enemy's going to bring. You know, there's my point is is they don't have this doesn't have to be a one or two year run that that Washington's never seen for people to be like, hey, the enemy. I mean, look, he, you can't you can't put say, you can't put this on Reed. What do you think? Like, how good is he? Like, I'm I'm jaded, 
Williams. Okay, so how good uh, do you think he's got to be? Because I, I feel just like don't think got... I just don't think it's a win. I I don't think you can look at this and go, okay, well, if, if Washington now doesn't make serious playoff runs the next couple of years, then Bienemy's Bienemy isn't who we thought he was. Like I, my point is that you're gonna, we're going to be able to watch the the Commanders play football, and it's going to be blatantly obvious that they've got a, a a really really good offensive mind. You know that that has been with with Andy Reid for a long time. Um, running the show in Washington. Like, you're going to be able to see whether they – and I think the stats will show it offensively, which that doesn't always mean that you win more games. You're going to see how prepared they are. You're going to see how creative, exotic they are. You're going to see how efficient the quarterback can play that's not named Pat Mahomes. A lot of people look at that as a negative. I look at it as a positive. Like, I, I think a, a, a good, really good offensive coordinator – he is going to go somewhere, and I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is this or not. We we hadn't seen it outside of, of Kansas City, but if he does go in there and 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 he's a really really good coordinator that does all the things, gets the quarterback room right, puts the quarterback in position to to have great success, and uses his weapons and uses pre snap movement and shifts. If he naturally does all that and has that down, you're going to see it big time. Yeah, I, like for me, when I look at you know what he did as an offensive coordinator and the Andy Reid thing. Like, I, this is what people are saying. We understand it. It's, it's BS. I mean, Kyle Shanahan and 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 uh, Sean McVay have had 15 people become head coaches. It feels like, and none of them have called a play here. But the, but judging by the the success that he had, um, and that it didn't result into a head coaching job, it makes me feel like like it's got to be more than just like boy, we could see improvements. Like it's a top 15 off. Like I almost feel like he's got to do what like the Lions did yeah. be like a top five offense like like to, to really get like he's got to really show promises because of because of what he did in Kansas City didn't get him didn't get him there right. I, like right. he's you would think he's got a really really because if he comes in here and like Mike Mike Matt, or Mike Kafka was was really up for a lot of jobs and, and, and was serious like their offense was I think 17th or 18th overall like I don't think he can do that with Washington and and, yeah. and, and get a well, a, a I'll new. say I'll say that I don't I don't think people thought that those guys were going to do that with with New York and they did it and and that's why Mike Kafka yeah. is getting the love that he's getting. It's why they got it's why Dayball got got coach of the year. Um, you know, I I, I think I think I, I don't expect like I, my point was more. No, like, I don't expect I don't expect I don't expect that level of success of the Washington to all of a sudden make a make a you know be in the playoffs. But but I, I, I'm saying. If they are great, and Eric Bieniemy will, will deserve a lot of the credit, I, I'm saying that it's not necessarily going to take that for Eric Bieniemy to be to prove that 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 what he is 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 more than just a guy coaching under Andy Reid. To the football side of it, I think the different, like I, I think Andy or, or Eric running it himself, I think we may see more um, creativity in the run game because he is a he is a naturally a running back coach. That's what he came up. He was a running back. A lot of the run stuff that they did. A lot of the like the like when they lined up McKinney and, and Pacheco in the back, a lot of that run stuff came from him. You may see more like 49er running game, running yeah. attack stuff. I think that'll be the difference between him and Andy with him having his own thing. He'll he'll be more apt to push the run. I mean, that, hell, that's what he was. He was a running back. Yep. He was a running back coach. So well, I, I'm that, anxious, that'll be the difference. I think, I'm anxious. See. I'm anxious to see it. Look, I, I don't know if he's going to get a head job if he does well or not. I, I don't. I don't know. I, that, that, there's layers and layers of that conversation as it pertains to Eric Bieniemy specifically that I don't understand well enough to have a, a, a real conversation about it to comment on it. 
strongly. I, I don't. I don't. It, but I. But I, I. I do believe my point is. Show is simply. This isn't going to be well. Washington only won eight games, so it must. Eric Bieniemy ain't worth a damn. No, you're going to be able to watch that film. It's going to be real apparent that that he he is a next level offensive mind, or he was just surviving under Andy Reid. We're going to be able to see that now for sure. With with no, Let's hope so. there's yeah. not going to be any. There's not going to be any smoke around it in terms of the football aspect. The running backs they got there, man. Brian Robinson showed a lot. Antonio Gibson showed a lot. I think he may be able to to do something with that. Uh, with that. With that. Good defense. Game. Good defense yeah. too, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming up, um, I, I I enjoyed this because Clint. I'm telling you, boy, he's he he. You made y'all made Clint. I believe really digging deep on this Bijan Robinson. B. John Robinson. Many people want to see B. John Robinson potentially get drafted by the Texans at twelve. All right, we'll see. We'll see the numbers and notes that Clint was able to find about why that may not be the best option. That's next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest five G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hubley. I'm not sure I should keep drinking this coffee. Why is that? Why is that? It's got a it's got a, a faint taste to it. Mine yesterday had a little had a little uh, it, had a little it, had a little wang to it. It's got a, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the the creamer, I don't know what it is. It's got a I went to the well two times. The first time I wanted to check see if that was me, and I stirred it up a little bit more. Oh, you'll be all right, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that coffee. Oh, I'm done with that. Got a little one. wang to it. It'll be all right. Oh, you kept drinking it after. Oh, I drank tasted. every bit of mine. I needed it. Hell, I wasn't drinking it for the taste. I was drinking it for the jump. Yeah, but that might do something to your stomach, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set that thing out. All right, make sure you're, uh, you're, uh, you're voting on the poll as um, we got until next segment. So in the next about ten or fifteen minutes, you have. Uh, until we figure out what uh, rom com Clint's got to watch. Oh, did he, I thought he put it? I thought he put a, a, a longer deal on that. No, nah, but we got it. We going we going to announce. Oh, you going? Right? Na- okay, yeah, I got you. So we, I got we you. We gave it to you so the people know what you got to watch. I got you. I got so you going to announce? I got to watch it. You know what? I guess we could do it on. We, Monday. I ain't doing it till next Friday. Yeah, I guess we could do it. I'm trying to give you. I'm just gonna give Ron-chi, you. Ron, he's got to watch it over the weekend. You think he's got? You think? I mean, why pro- can't I watch it during the week? You think he will? That'd be a great that's date a, that's night. That's a good question. That'd be a great date night for me and my wife one so night. Because when I get home, the baby's up for maybe 30 minutes. Sometimes she's asleep. So it'd be Mon- great. My my wife would love Monday. For so Monday to Thursday will be enough time yeah. for you. You oh, said your yeah. wife right, wanted we'll, steaks. We'll give you one so, freaking movie. We'll give you the full. I'm just saying. You said your wife wanted grilled steaks, too. Well, let's not get out of control here. I'm just let's saying. Not out, let's not get out of hand here. All just right? saying. Let's stick to the wrong But it's just a very fair comment. Stick to the rom com, bub. It's a very fair comment. <laughs> Try to piss people off. We're doing good here. People, you? No, my wife. <laughs> okay, fair. So, all right, all right. So, yeah, keep voting. When Harry met Sally, one I voted for. Uh, just married and fifty first dates. Who's winning, Tyler? Fifty first dates is in the lead with fifty two percent of the vote. That's a good one. 
Nope, that baby, one. if you listen, get ready. Ready? She's probably seen it four times. Yeah, she's times. had to have seen. She's gonna love it. If, let me. Is Low one of those ones that gives movies away that she's seen that you? No, no, no. She she'd be good. She's not good. a talker. No, she she. Oh, you hate watch? I hate watching movies with people like that. Yeah, that's it. not it. Yeah, that's. They do that right before something. About I can't to do they it. They know it's gonna happen. I can't do it. Oh. Cannot do it, man. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. People do that. All right, Clint. Tyler, what, what's your? Wait, let me get your. Let me, let me start it this way. What's your thoughts on Bijan Robinson? Yeah, it's simple. You own it at twelve. At twelve, no. Okay. No, but but would. it's not a Bijan thing. I I'm of the philosophy that you don't draft a running back in the first round, and you never pay a running back big money. All right. I and I I agree with that, but I, but I do feel like those that feel like Bijan Robinson would make a lot of sense there view him as a. Not just as a running back, but as a playmaker, as a guy that mm, we can give him, we can give him 10, 12 totes a game, like him and him and Damian Pierce. Then he can go catch four to five balls a game, and right there, bam, he's got, you know, he's got, you know, anywhere from fifteen to seventeen touches in a game, depending on a game between fifteen and seventeen touches. And with that, it's a home run threat, a home run hitter every time he touches the ball, whether he is doing it as a receiver or he's doing it as a running back. I think that's how many people feel. I know for you, you said earlier this week you couldn't get there yet because well, I don't. Think, <clears throat> it, 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 I think it's hard for you to get to the point of like when you say playmaker, like this guy's a receiver. Like, well, yeah, that's that's where I that's where I just it's not about not be, like I personally can't get there with Bijan Robinson. I don't care how you couch it at twelve for the Houston Texans. I can't get there with that. That's it's not it's not about Bijan. It's just the Texas Houston Texans are in a situation where running back is the last thing they need it's to address fair, in this draft, in my opinion. Fair. But but as as we start talking about just Bijan as a prospect and potentially being a top ten, top fifteen draft pick, to me where I get where where folks lose me is when we start talking about. And I think this is a conversation that's probably had too loosely anyway. Like when people start talking about this dude can play receiver. And maybe I'm just misunderstanding what people say, but there's not a running back in the league, including the best, the, the guys with all the production and all that that can just go play wide receiver, that can run routes like wide receivers, that you put out there and they 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 pose a threat the way a wide receiver does. And so maybe I'm just lost on the phrasing a little bit uh, in terms of him being a, a receiver. Um, so that, that loses me a little bit. And then the thought that this guy can go out there and run routes to get open. I'm not talking about be like there, there's, you can be the, the, like you can split him out and he runs a hitch and then you try to attack, you know, over the, over the top on the sideline on a corner route. That's not running a route that any run, a fullback can do that. Right. I mean, you can put him in the slot and have him run a five yard stop route and the outside receiver runs the dig over the top, and you're trying to draw the, the coverage down and throw the ball over the top to a, rece- a real receiver, hell, anybody can do that. So I'm assuming that that's not what people are talking about when they say this, that, guy, this guy can play receiver. I, Surely you're not trying to sell me that those routes, those, those running back routes are enough to push you to a point where you would draft a guy I, I think, in the top 15. I think I hear people probably thinking he can be used the way Christian McCaffrey's used. He can be used the way that uh, that maybe Austin Eckler is used. Ooh. You know, guys that are that are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I mean, that's what I think that's what people see like as a weapon. 
yeah. as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, and and Austin Eckler had 107 catches this year, 127 yards. By the way, why is I mean, 127 just, sorry, targets? This is off the, but why is Justin Herbert throwing the ball 100, <laughs> 120 something times to the running back? to the running back? I mean, why why is Justin Herbert Tyler's MVP? Why is Justin Herbert throwing the ball to yeah, the running back? Yeah, to a running back and have 107 catches. But 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 think, I digress. But, but think if let's think about that though. Show that's that's the best in the league, and that that number is is a monster number. And you're still talking about a running back that has caught roughly six balls a game, and and and, prob- and and I've watched a lot of Chargers games. Like I don't know how much Austin Eckler is lining up in the slot and run- running and those things. A lot of his routes were it's know, getting choice, creative choice with him out of the backfield, like that. right? Which is my point. It's like, but if Bijan not- Robinson touched it six or seven times like that. Like there's a chance to take it to the house. I'm just I'm just telling you what what folks are saying. But but no 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 no, and that's fine. But that's not receiver. Yeah. That that's when I hear people say this dude can play receiver. Now you've gone beyond the Marshall Falks, the Alvin Kamars, the now the only ones that the only one that, in my opinion that you can really like you can lean into it is McCaffrey, and Christian. And, and Christian McCaffrey. And and Christian McCaffrey has done it better than anybody that we know. Christian McCaffrey never comes off the field. And Christian McCaffrey had 85 catches last year for five t- with five touchdowns. That's the production. That's the production that that we're talking about. All of a sudden, okay, that's why you would take this guy. No, I I am with anybody that wants to say this dude is as talented as any running back that's ever come out running the football. He's a three down bell cow back that can do it all with good hands. Okay, cool. I like it. You like to take like Tyler just said. Tyler said I don't believe in taking running backs in in the top 15. And I don't believe in paying running backs big money. Okay, cool. Tyler clearly doesn't value that as much, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily. I, I I'm not Tyler. I I, I like. I'm okay with you if you're that sold on Bijan Robinson. I'm okay with him going at twelve. Where you lose me is when you go off. When people go off sudden into this receiver stuff, right? And when and, you hear receiver stuff, you're not. You, when when you, I hear you, receiver stuff, I'm talking about threatening. The, threatening the secondary down the field with with mid range and deeper routes. I'm thinking of I can split this guy out and he's so damn good they're going to put a DB on him. They're going to trust linebackers to be on him and he's still going to win those DB. It ain't happening. It's not happening. Is that what they do to Christian? Do they cover him a lot with DBs or do do backs and safeties run out with them? It they, depends. If backs and safeties go, they shred. If they don't, then they then they they go elsewhere. And I'm not saying he's never beat a DB. I'm sure there's not a there's not a there's not a, a running back in the league that, and, and look, there's people that study the league a lot closer than I do as a whole, and 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 I, I may be missing a guy or two, but I went down the list of of the top running backs in in, in this league, and there's not a one of them. Again, we can get into Mac, the McCaffrey talk. Outside of Christian McCaffrey, there's not a one of them that's running routes that's getting split out and 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 hitting defenses from the outside in. It's not happening. I mean, does it happen from time to time? And can you throw a running back a receiver screen? Sure. But it, it, my point is not that it – my point is is that is a very small amount of production to to use as a reason of why you would draft him 12 overall, 12th overall, 15 – wherever you think he's – like first round, whatever. whatever you, to me, I just – like this guy better be – one, you better have a, an unbelievable need at that position, and two – this guy better be a a game changer and never come off and the that, field. Like I said, as I've said, and he may be, he may. I'm gonna be clear. Look, Bijan may be. I like him a lot. I like him a lot as a bell cow back. I, I'm not gonna sit here and 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 tout him as a 
as a, a guy that you're going to you, you want to use in the you draft a guy like Jameer Gibbs, third down back. We're going to use him in the pass game. We're going to do some different things creative to get him touches in space, right? You draft B. John Robinson, you're playing him in the backfield and you're giving him touches downhill between the tackles 20, 20 times a game. Yeah, I, it, yeah. to me, if they're going to do it at 12, because I said I would prefer somebody to help in that front seven or another weapon on the outside that is actually a receiver, and then I would look later in the draft. But if they view him as Christian McCaffrey, like he's got those skills and they want to use him the way they used him in San Francisco, that's the way where I'd be like, yep. if, if that's what you feel he is. If you feel he's if that dude, draft feel, him at yeah, 12. Yeah. But don't but don't, don't tell me that he's running routes against Jalen Ramsey. Okay? <laughs> right, right. Just, don't, just don't do that to me. Coming up, God, I hope this is going to happen. Uh, the best of the week with the drive. We do this each and every week, everybody's favorite segment. But we uh, we all never know if it's actually coming. That's uh, hopefully coming up next. <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Great week. Been a great, uh, great fun time this week. Uh, Monday, I was... In the catbird seat uh, after a great week. Jalen Hurts played fantastic. I mean, he was great. Unbelievable. MVP great. game. Second best. I was Pat Mahomes. Second best player in the game, man. Uh, but he played great change, I think, the way a lot of people look at it. Super Bowl was fantastic. The week leading up, the, uh, the Texans hired an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, a lot going on. Let's see if uh, Tyler was able to really put it together. Everybody's favorite segment, at least it's mine. The best of the week. The best of the week on The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Here we go. Hurts has all day. Now some rushers come. Going to throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. A great Super Bowl. Great game. The Chiefs are getting close to dynasty talk. The Super Bowl was great. I said throughout the week it was going to take Pat Mahomes best ball game of his career to win this thing, and I was dead wrong. It took what I would say is, is going to be the highlight of Andy Reid's long, illustrious career. That right there is going to be at the top. I had that Patrick Mahomes would be the best quarterback on the field. He and he was. wasn't. Pat Mahomes, wait, 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 wait. You oh, think you're going, gonna be fun. you're going to come in here and try to say <laughs> Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback on the field last night? You have lost Absolutely. your mind. Are you serious right now? Dead serious. Chris, he wants to uh, jump in on this. Chris, go ahead. First-time caller, but an all-time listener. There we go. And, Clint, bro, I, I love you, man. And, Ron, Come on. I, I'm going to be honest, bro. You've grown on me. You've grown on me. I like you now a lot. Clint, man, uh, this is like the first time. First time I've agreed with Ron and disagreed with you. Uh, I love you, man. He's going to go down as tough as <laughs> just like, you know, uh, uh. Hey, oh, Chris. <laughs> Hop your old stud RX and, and uh, be a decent man for an evening. Always get mine in the hamstrings and the bottom of the foot. Your what? Your cramps? That's where my cramps come. While you're working? Yeah, I've had to just stop and grab something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Stay right there. This old hammy's acting up. This was Mahomes mic'd up with the ankle clip. Mahomes had his shoe top. He's at the 35, but he's ankle tackled there at the 36. And he's hurt. Mahomes is hurt. Did you hear that? I mean, God, dog. Uh, he still sounded like Kermit. Did you uh, hear him? No, he's... Uh, on the, the sideline, I was wondering what noise he was making. Uh, 
Coach, I re-rolled my ankle, Coach. Clint, that's great. You got this? And then you got... That one is that. Are they both him? Yeah, they're both him. If you had to tell me, how does Patrick Mahomes scream? The question of, had you not had the personal emotional feel of D'Amico Ryans being a former player, being a Houston Texan, being a second-round pick, being a guy that's been here for a long time that you know really well, had you not had that emotional feel about him, and it was just D'Amico Ryans without that emotional connection and Shane Steichen together, do you think that you would still rather have the defensive coach over the offensive coach? The connection with D'Amico Ryans beyond just being a great defensive coordinator for the last two years, I think is obvious. I think it's powerful. How much of it is the emotional attachment? You said you think Bryce is the perfect fit for which team? Which team in this time? The Texans. Texans. The Texans. Bryce Young is a ideal fit from a skill set perspective, an ideal fit for a Bobby Slowick, Shanahan, Kubiak offense. Being quick twitch to get the ball out, to be pinpoint accurate, to be able to throw the football without moving your feet, with anchoring your base, and, and, and really have that arm talent to do those things, that is a requirement. I think for Tyler, you should probably go lay in a tannin bed a couple times before you go. <laughs> Is it you're, that you're a, he's a different level of pace. Pull your shirt up. Well, you won't see much whiteness. I'm a hairy dude. That's pasty white right there. He's got dark hair, so it, it doesn't lightens it a little bit. If you've seen 40-year-old virgin, <laughs> with Steve Carell and the hairy chest, like Tyler just took me aback with that. Oh, we're going to need more wax. No, Kelly Clarkson. The best of the week on The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Well done again. Well Ooh, man, done that's, again. That's good. Now that, that right there. I forgot about Chris. That, there ain't no reason <laughs> that right there doesn't have a sponsor. It, it should. Great point. Uh, I mean, uh, other, I than, mean, other I, than when you, you'd have to be. And shout out to Gus. As Gus says here on the text line, let's get the best of segment sponsored already. Come on, Gus. Gus and Katie said that? That's what Gus said. My man. Coming around. Didn't Gus the one who generally hates your guts? Yeah, he normally <laughs> he normally texts them pretty mean things to me. Yeah, yeah. But he, he wants you to get that money, though. Yeah. Somebody could step guys. up. Uh, no, man, I forgot about Chris Boy. Chris Boy, he was in a bad spot, man. I, mean, I love he you, man. like, God, dog, man. This is uh, killing me. This is killing me. I, I got to agree oh, with that man. nut. This is My man, Chris, me. I appreciate you, even though you did. I, mean, I, I feel like you set me up to kick me in the car. No, nah, he, okay. he wasn't setting you up. He it didn't even emo- want to say it. It was an emotional. He didn't even want to say it at all. It's not like he was going to cry. I like I was, it, man. I said, man, is he gonna, he's going to crack up right here. Yeah, good Lord, that person. All right, um, remember, coming up behind us, Texans All Access, Andre Ware joins uh, the show, and they'll be talking about what they should do with that 12th pick. You think they'll bring up B. John Robinson? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, we talked briefly to John about it, yeah. John Harris about it last night. John, I think it, it seemed like he was a fan. I think John um, sees him as a sees him as a potential playmaker as more yeah. than just running back, yep, but playmaker. Yep. Yeah, and then the best stuff today with T. Mill follows uh, that. Remember, you can keep hitting us up, uh, hitting up that poll right now when uh, Harry Met Sally is trailing 51st dates, and uh, it looks like Just Married is just is just uh, bringing up the rear. Uh, and uh, I think my wife would be good with any of them. I know she would be. So if you don't know mm. it, Rom-Com Fridays just started today. Clint is going to have to watch whoever has the most votes. Watch this Rom-Com and give us a full report. 
Clint, the old rom-com critic. I, I got it. I can't wait to hear who your MVP of this movie is and who's going to get the jock strap. Yeah. Hopefully uh, you have a better choice than Jalen Hurts for the Super Bowl. Game balls and jock straps, boys. Who's going to get the game ball? Who's going to get the jockey strap? There's no reason for that. Like, <laughs> what did he say? I wasn't even listening. I wasn't even listening. He turned me out. Honestly, I think you were hearing Tyler take out Jalen Hurts by the knees and just thinking it was me. I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? Hopefully you do better than your choice of Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I think you <laughs> Clint's starting to learn to have selective listening or okay. hearing, and he doesn't just he just doesn't hear me anymore. Well, I was sometimes. listening to show and responding to show when he when he said something and, and so I didn't mean to talk over you. No, you didn't. It's all good. Awesome segment, T Mill from the text line. I agree. I love the best of the stuff or the best of the week stuff. Yeah, it's great. Hopefully we get it again next week. Thank you. Um, Clint, I gotta say this, man. I I I think I'm in your range. In Chaz McCormickville, I am. I'm pretty ticked off for Chaz McCormick. Well, I just don't get it. I, no, I, I I don't get it either. I I I just he has to just be absolutely annoyed. If you like Chaz McCormick, right? Would anybody think right now, since the Astros in the offseason not made a, any kind of move at center field, right? The moves they made, they signed Jose Abreu, they brought back uh, Michael Brantley. They didn't make any other moves. You Would all, would everyone think that Chaz McCormick's going to be the starter, right? This was Chaz McCormick center field. I think that's what everyone would say. Chaz, Chaz over the last three years have, has done, I think, clearly enough with the people that are in, in camp, the people who are on the roster, he's clearly done enough to be the unquestioned starter right now. In center field. Now, I don't know. Now, maybe he has a huge slump to start the year. I don't know. We can revisit it. But right now, with Jake Myers and the rest, and uh, what's up, Verlander's uh, private center fielder? Is he involved in it, too? <laughs> uh, him, uh, like, outside of those guys, like, he, he deserves those. The people here. This is Dusty Baker first. As we get to camp. Hell, the pitchers have recorded. I don't even know if the, I don't even know if the players are even supposed so, to be okay, there. Before, before you let the, the folks hear this, can I, can I give you a, a – before they hear it, I want, I want to give them just, just a, a, a snapshot here. Give it to them. Regular season last year, OPS with the Astros. Chaz McCormick was sixth. I'm sorry, Chaz McCormick – yeah, Chaz McCormick was sixth. I'm not going to count David Hensley because he's way up there in the regular season. To take him out of the mix, 16 games played, that ain't going to get it. Chaz McCormick was six, and that's including Michael Brantley, who played 64 games. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you Chaz McCormick hit better. Chaz McCormick OPS was sixth in this lineup, regular season, right? That's better than Jeremy Pena, better than Uli, better than Litmus Diaz, damn sure better than all them other center fielders that they rolled through there. Yeah. And then you look, then you flip over and you, and you flip to the the postseason show. He is fifth in OPS in the postseason. I mean, better. It was better than Kyle Kyle Tucker. Is better than Jose Altuve. Better than Litmus Diaz. I mean, and I'm not saying he's better than these guys. I'm just putting last year in perspective for the folks. Chaz McCormick, White Boy Chaz, put together a year last year that I think I think should solidify him in the eight hole as as eight hole hitter and the center fielder. Oh, well, hell, Unless you're gonna go out and bring somebody in this Joker that's a, that's a significant upgrade. Which I think Chaz has deserved it. They have not done and. Coming in, and, and like, I, I just, I feel a little bit of, of Davis Mills here. I mean, we're going to put a, let's put a little support behind him. I, I wonder how that would help. 
if we put a little – now, I'm not saying you got to go make him the captain, but let's just put a little support, <laughs> not to start bringing you other people You don't need Dusty to give him the captain. I don't need Dusty seat. to do that, but, I mean, I don't need Dusty to do this. This is Dusty talking about the center field position right now where he's looking at it. We hope Myers bounces back, you know, from the injury. We'll see how Taz looks. Um, and there's room for everybody to play. As you know, I, I, I play everybody. Plays everybody. I mean, so we're, I, I mean, I feel like Dusty is just setting us up right now for some sort of a, <laughs> uh, a, a platoon already. Okay, and, man. And now he's mentioned, like, like for me, like, like if I'm Chaz, like, you're going to stop mentioning uh, Jake's name. Like Jake's got to, you got to separate. I mean, it would two. be appreciative. Like I, that's what I mean. You got to separate. It'd us. be appreciative. Like, I, I, that's what like, I was looking for. Like that. I mean, like come on. Like I like separate us. You better start talking about me first, and then I mean, maybe we'll get you know something out of Jake. But now me, like what the hell has Jake earned to be in the same spot that I'm in? We competing together. Yeah, I, I, look, I just, I, I'd be hot. I, hot I just under like the like if, if if you're if you're white boy Chaz and you're sitting there and you go. All right, you, you tried the thing with Siri. It, it, you were you were able to trade him. You, the organization moved on from him. You gave Jake Myers every opportunity under the sun. It came back, came back, and was a mess after after the injury. And, and this whole time, I'm playing well, right? And then you then you told us that that Dubon was was Verlander's pop fly center fielder, and 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 so he took run from me. And then when we got to the World Series, we got to the playoffs. You leaned on me as a center fielder, and the whole time. I just put kept my nose down. I, I played. I played well. I hit better than some of the big names on this roster, both in crunch time and throughout the year. And you're still talking about Jake. And it's not even – like, I don't mind because Jake Myers is center field. Okay, come back. I don't even, it's the way that Dusty says, oh, you know me, I play everybody. Like, man, that's, that's that man's job. I mean, like, see, see, what Chaz, see what you got in Chaz McCormick. When, as you like, you just said, when you put a little bit of little support behind him, just show that the organization backs you. Now, if you're going to go out there and make a big move and a splash at center field and you're upgrade, somebody go that do you it. Can't, yeah, like I can't, I can't, I can't get nothing. That's with it. That. That's it. But until then, I mean, how about we put a little support behind old white boy Chaz and see if he can't uh, get a little better? He gets a little better this year. I mean, you've got, you've got statistically your fifth or sixth best hitter. Hitting an eight hole, and, and I'm not even expecting that from him. But I, I, if I were him, I would expect it that I can come in here and, and and have an opportunity to lose it. Come on, man. This is this, it. Ain't just there. This is Dana Brown. First time you upset with Dana Brown, the general manager. This is him talking about center field. So I'm I'm challenging Gilbert right now, who was like the top pick in the draft last year, first rounder. Uh, I'm challenging him that hey, get ready because we believe in young players, and um, you know so. I, I think he's a guy that, you know, could come up and play center field. You know, he's got to get the work. Now we have who, – who is Gilbert? He was last the year's first-round draft pick for the Houston Astros. No, kid is. out of Tennessee. For Kurt. For code, I mean, was he the one that worth? I know he was the one that he had was a the, real cocky one. I, I think. know he had the unbelievable show you'd love the bat flip. He he had maybe the best bat flip in college baseball history. Uh, yeah, he he he's got a chance to be nice, but I mean, God, dog, Chaz, you can't. This guy played in single A last year. You're challenging him to get to come I, I catch just, the center field. I, I just I just want my boy to have what a in little. The hell? I, I I just want white boy Chaz to get a little support. If you end up moving on, move on. But he okay. deserves he deserves better than that, Dusty. He deserves better than just ah, you know, you know, center field. I play everybody. Well, for you, you know me, I play everybody. Great job this week, uh, Clint. Great job, Tyler, as well. Texans all access behind us, as well as the best of today with T Mill following that. I am Ron, the show Hughley, as always, Houston. 
We love you, baby. But are y'all going to get together and cut loose a little bit down there? Yeah, we'll see. No, the only way I cut loose is, I guess, when I go to the restroom. (laughs) Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.